When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily. In association with Moonrise Cricket. Indian Premier League 2020. 13th edition. Every day. Every game. Every spill. Every fill. Every triumph. All the way to the IPL Trophy. Hello everybody, it might be a day off from the IPL as we prepare for Tuesday's final. It's IPL daily, so we've got to come back daily. I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger. Thank you to BodylineTshirts.com and to MoonriseSports.com for the support of the IPL daily through the 2020 edition. And uh, on this edition, I'm joined by Anand Beaker and Naman Shah. And we're going to talk about IPL 2021. We've seen just recently Sarav Ganguly. He's desperate to get this played in India next March. And Naman, you think that's a possibility, don't you? I mean, we've got COVID in the world. We've got a lot of uncertainty at the moment, but Saragan Guli is uh, determined to make sure it's in Mumbai. Yes, he's desperate. And also somehow the cricket needs to get back in India as well. They're also planning to resume the cricket of of the tour India versus England in India itself and not in Abu Dhabi and Dubai as planned earlier. Uh, yes, the cricket needs to be back in India, but a lot depends on COVID. Also, we discussed earlier about the second wave. But I feel with less traveling and one or two locations, this is possible. I feel Mumbai is the best place to go on with the next IPL. Uh, but yes, I feel I get the positive vibes. And uh, also, knowing Ganguly as he was a bit adamant earlier also, before they were planning to go to Dubai for 2020, he was a bit adamant on doing IPL for this year in India itself, but sadly it did not happen. But for sure it is going to be in India next time because I don't see any calendar, any more calendar changes next year. The question just comes from what you've just said though, Naman, is if it changed this year, despite the fact that Sarav Ganguly was desperate to have it in India, what's different when we come to early next year? Why is it not going to be changed at the last moment again? Because India have not escaped covid we're getting second waves. We might even have a third wave by then. Is it any more safe now to play in India than it would have been in, in 2020? 
right now i feel it will be because uh, dip, uh, compared to the other countries india is not that much cold apart from few locations mumbai and a few other regions uh, are not affected by the cold weather and i don't think so second and third wave are going to hit that much uh, to few regions where the uh, they could plan ipl maybe kolkata as well and also the difference would be the wickets the pitches it's not going to be that slow and uh, uh pitches in india more t20 favorable if you saw in dubai both the batsmen and the bowlers everyone got their chance to make a name for themselves but it's more of a batsman friendly a proper t20 cricket pitch where the batsmen are the kings and you will see more 200 scores and the chasing and till the last ball and yes i feel they'll be desperate to do in india itself more so over to bring back cricket in india uh, I'll tell you what, now, and there's some bowlers listening to this that are going to be sh- um, throwing tomatoes at whatever they're listening to this on because there, there are batsmen and bowlers in cricket. It's not just all about scoring big runs, but it tends to be how T20 does go. Anand, um, from your perspective, you've heard obviously what myself and, and Naman have just said there. How realistic do you think it is that India will be able to stage this come next March? So I'll start off with a caveat that I think it's hard to see how things go forward because as we are known in 2020 with COVID, things change all the time. So in the next few months, what we learn, how we're going to move forward might suddenly have an impact on this. However, I also think that IPL will be held in India. And I have a couple of reasons why. One, right now we have 11 vaccines, according to the New York Times coronavirus uh, vaccine tracker in stage three, which stage three typically means you're looking at thousands of trials. So with 11 vaccines out there in the next few months, there might suddenly be a vaccine that comes out. Secondly, the ability to hold sports tournaments is really dependent on how good a bubble do you have. The U.S. has done this. Now, when we look at the U.S. coronavirus cases, the U.S. is the worst in the world with about 9.9 million, I believe, coronavirus cases. All of the sports leagues within U.S. are operating right now. The National Football League has 32 teams in there. Each of those teams have about 85 players plus the staff. And if you know anything about the NFL or American football, you know that the staff is also much more than what we see in the IPL. So you're looking about 150-odd people with 32 teams across the country who play games all across the country. So the question really is, how well do you manage this? And then it becomes down, it comes down to really logistics. So the NFL has done it. The NBA has done it, which is a basketball uh, association. College football has done it. Now, have there been issues? Have there been times when games have had to be postponed? Yes, but they have managed to get the season going and things are happening. Again, with either no crowds in the stadium or very limited crowds. So I think both of those things really point that There is an ability to conduct these tournaments. The question now comes down to logistics and how you would implement those bubbles. Naman brought up a great point. You could look at a couple of cities and maybe limit the IPL in there, have nobody in the crowds and have the, but still play the cricket in India. So I do think there's a possibility out there. I know that the UAE can still continue to be a second option. Uh, The hotels in UAE are great, but Indian hotels are not far behind. I've traveled a fair bit for work, and if I compare some of the swanky hotels within the U.S. and Europe, when I compare that to the ones in India and UAE, India and UAE will always beat them out. The service, the ambiance is going to be second to none. So I feel that there's a high chance that this happens in India. Now, the reason I put the caveat out there, 2020 has been interesting, and COVID has put a spanner in the works for a lot of people. So 
is there a chance that something happens which causes it to move again to the UAE? Certainly can happen. But to me, higher chance for it to happen in India. When you say about getting a vaccine, none of that's guaranteed, is it? And none of it is guaranteed that these vaccines work and are safe and can be rolled out. Because one of the things that governments won't do is roll out a vaccine that they're not 100% sure of. Because if there are health risks with the vaccine, then that makes everything twice as bad. Um, So I think um, the vaccine maybe is a bit of a red herring in, in this. But I've been to the UAE a lot, to the Abu Dhabi and Dubai areas. Um, to watch cricket and the hotels are all clumped together there and it's a stone's throw from the cricket ground and you can you can kind of put a bubble around everything almost and keep everything excluded you you two guys know India far better than I do I've never been um, but how how easy and in Mumbai would it be to block off a couple of hotels or whatever is required and the ground and make those almost impenetrable to anybody else coming in and spreading the virus I think it's going to be a logistical challenge, but one that can be done. Part of it is business has been slow. All of these hotels require customers to come back. So the Marriott's, the Hilton's, the Taj's of the world are not full. If somebody comes to them and say, hey, for this month, you got to block off a whole part of the hotel or you got to block off a whole, uh, say, half of the hotel and a pool and a training area and all for the IPL teams, they will jump at this. So I think that can be done. And the logistical challenge then comes out is how do you manage the players to go from the hotel to the ground and how do they travel between cities if indeed we have multiple franchises uh, that are situated in different cities. Logistically, it can be handled because we have seen that with other sports. We have seen that in the US. We have seen that in Europe with some some of the the Premier League and soccer. So I think there's certainly the possibility to do it. The question is, how well do you implement it? As often as most things in life goes, the implementation is going to be the key, James. So can it be done? Absolutely. The planning and everything associated with it will be the key. Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com maximum skin safe performance compact design advanced engineering ceramic blade waterproof and it doesn't end there show you care by caring for your pair cleansers revivers preservers simply go to manscaped.com quote the discount code badger you get 20% off you get free shipping and you get some seriously quality equipment manscaped.com get on there now I think Anand as well, the benefit the IPL have or the BCCI have is they've had a dry run. It might have been in the UAE, but at least they've kind of got used to these protocols. They've they've tested it all out in the UAE. It seems to have worked. Nobody's suffered a COVID breakout and everything seems to have been safe out there. So it's just a case of transplanting that into Mumbai or another Indian city or multiple cities, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, they've, they've, They've been there, done that. I almost think they need to do a dry run even within the Ranji Trophy. Uh, if they actually have some of the Indian domestic teams playing, I think you do a, that dry run there. You kind of get this worked out even within India because certainly UAE versus India is different. There's a lot more people in India. UAE has a lot more open spaces and, as well as the ability to go and enforce things. So the key is going to be how well does BCCI, Jaysha and, Gaur- and Saurav Ganguly 
think about this, plan this, and logistically take this forward. If all the planning is not done very well, then certainly that could lead to issues. So a lot of ifs there. But again, the possibility comes down is that I think they'll want to do it there. Economies everywhere are struggling, and the IPL will bring a good boost uh, you know, once it comes back to India. So that's why I, I definitely think that there's a possibility it'll happen in India. There are a lot of ifs with everything that involves uh, a discussion around coronavirus and uh, and everything else. Naman, in terms of um, the benefits of taking it to India, I mean, obviously the Indian public would love to attend IPL matches, but I, I would struggle to see a situation where we're going to be looking at big crowds into IPL grounds by March of next year. And if you can't do that, and if you are heading into a country which has got a dense population and you know, a potential for an outbreak in India, in, in Mumbai, for example, which is one of the most densely populated cities in the world, aren't you better off going somewhere which is less densely populated or going back to the UAE where you, you've already been and done it and know you can do it and it's been safe? Yes, James, uh, that is the thing. But I feel the first priority would be to bring cricket back to India and then the crowds. Bringing the crowd right now or maybe till the March is going to be a huge risk and a lot will depend on the upcoming tours. I've read that uh, the Boxing Day Test match is also going to have a few crowds out there. Uh, Some people, I don't know the restrictions and the limitations, but yes, the BCCI would be eyeing on these tours and learn that how are they doing, what are the testing uh, facilities and how are they bringing in the crowd with limitations and the uh, limited testing and everything. So a lot depends on many factors, but I feel the first priority would be to bring back cricket, uh, especially the IPL, and then bring on the crowd in the stadiums. England are touring India early next year in the run-up to the IPL, basically, or the scheduled IPL. Um, that That's a potential series that could be used as a um, a little bit of a guinea pig series, I guess, really. I mean, it's, it's a massive series to use as a guinea pig. That's the wrong phraseology, but you know what I mean. You can, you can put protocols in place around hotels and grounds for that series and then see where that takes you, can't you? Pretty much, I guess that is going to define the next upcoming tours and the IPL if they are going to be held in India. And the I am sure that the if not vexing, but the the way the testing has been done right now and how it will be done later on is going to much differ. And yes, it depends a lot, as I said, on the upcoming tours with Australia, England, and everything. I I guess all these boards are must be in communication that how to improve in this COVID time. Uh, some cricket is better than having no cricket at all in their respective countries. So, yes, a lot depends on that India-England series and how they go. Maybe uh, you might see a few crowds coming in that in that test series as well. Anand, if we go back to earlier this year when Saurav Ganguly was obviously tearing his hair out about COVID and the IPL and wondering how he was going to get round a tournament. I mean, A, they've been they've done fantastically well to get this edition on and for it to go smoothly. But going back to March when it was first delayed until April and then it was delayed for the foreseeable, wasn't it, at the time? We didn't know if we were actually going to have an IPL for, for quite a big chunk of this uh, this summer. Is there is there a danger that we might um, put our eggs into the playing it in India basket we come round to February or something next year, realise that COVID cases have come back again in the second or third wave and all of a sudden we're without an IPL again because we've obviously planned it to be in, in India in March. It didn't work last year. Is, is there any reason it would work again this year if there was a, 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 you know, a higher incidences of COVID and everything was going going wrong again in that country? So I think you bring up a very fair point and that's where, you know, we, as we've been talking through this podcast, 
we have been concentrating on those ifs, right? So there are things that could change things around. However, uh, the key thing again comes down to the planning. It would be wise. We often see this in corporate projects. There's always a plan B. So I think it would be wise for the BCCI to start with plan A, which is conduct everything in India, figure out the logistics, figure out the planning, figure out how you would maintain the bubble as you go forward. At the same time, having a plan B and taking a look at the UAE as a possible second option in case something major happens. We've already done it in the UAE, so the planning part of that would be much easier. So for them, I think it would be, it would actually make a lot of sense to have two options. Uh, Focus on option A, which is play in India. If something changes, then pivot to option B, which is going to be playing in UAE. Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalized message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank, or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket. Let's play. They've, they've done brilliantly, haven't they, this year? I mean, I know they had a big run-up to it because they obviously it was delayed from March, so it was delayed six months, effectively. But the tournament they've put on in Abu Dhabi, Dubai and Sharjah has been about as good as we could have expected. It's been a terrific job from everybody involved. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we started off with a bit of a hitch. I think CSK was hit with a couple of cases and there were cases here and there between some, between some of the, I think, coaches uh, off the other teams in the IPL. But, Really, everything has gone off without a hitch. Uh, the players have been fine. The actual play has been stellar. And we haven't heard of any logistical issues. So I think, you know, kudos to the BCCI to do it. And I actually also think that we also probably look at the ECB for conducting the first cricket that was played under the bubble. Because that probably helped the BCCI as well in some of the planning that's done here. So, so far, it's been amazing. They've done an absolutely phenomenal job. And all sports starts in England. It's just everybody else takes it and plays it better after a while. Now, man, what can we learn from this edition in the UAE? Because obviously it's been slightly different, hasn't it? We've not had fans in the ground. They've therefore put things in place to beam it back into people's living rooms. The use of social media, I think, has been fantastic. The videos that teams have done inside their hotels and inside their bubbles have been top class. And I think hopefully, you know, even if it goes back into India and we get back to normal, hopefully as soon as possible, there's a few things like that that they can carry on, which just adds to the the experience. Absolutely, James. And uh, I also went through a couple of interviews of uh, many domestic players, uh, foreign players, and I saw them gelling with each other. I saw an interview of Rabada. I listened to them. He was talking in Hindi. I And I heard of Aksar Patil that... Uh, uh, they are enjoying this bubble time because uh, in all these editions, they all have all 10 editions last. Uh, they have never got this much of time to spend with each other because the pace is so high. They're traveling so much over here. They are in just one hotel. Then they go off to play one match or the other. But they get so much time to know each other. They are So they are gelling well. This is one thing I guess all the players are enjoying right now, each other's company because... Uh, 2020 has been hard. They it's been hard, and they are away from their family. So this was much needed, and the hospitality and everything in Dubai, 
and the games they are playing i see their videos their stories in on instagram i i guess they are loving each other's uh, company and uh, this is much needed it's not about just going out there and playing uh, cricket and just coming back to the room and i also saw uh, smith opting out of uh, big bash because it is getting too much of for him out of this lockdown and bubble and everything he has opted out but overall i feel that uh, the players have come closer to each other compared to all the last editions naman's point there is is a good one but i think it's also been needed and and for us isn't it for just general people around the world that love their cricket to have an ipl played across 60 games it might be far away we might not be able to buy tickets go and sit in the stands but it's given us something to distract us from what is pretty grim world isn't it covid and us elections and skull skullduggery and everything else that's happening in the world it's not a nice place at times in 2020 there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of scared people out there and you know sadly too many people have left us in in the year 2020 and you know, in, in its own small way, the IPL has come and just given us something to look forward to. Absolutely. I think it gives us that sort of reminder that life goes on, also acts as some sort of a, something that takes our attention away from everything that's been going on in the world. Uh, here, you know, living within the US, you keep seeing the corona cases go up, you keep looking at the deaths and that number keeps going up. And those are not just numbers, that's real impact to people, right? Yeah. Uh, we need something to get away from there. And I think, you know, sports often provide that outlet for us to focus on something so that we can kind of keep on moving forward. From a cricket standpoint, I think the IPL is very important because it's the most, it is that T20 league which provides the most high quality entertainment just because of the concentration of the players in there. You have pretty much the best of the best playing within the IPL. So I think from a cricket standpoint, IPL certainly helps out. It has been absolutely spellbinding to watch. Some of the matches have been thrilling and, you know, it gives us that that little outlet to get away from things. Bodylinet-shirts.com. Browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web. Hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike. Featuring everyone and everything from Larwood to Leach and Cow Corner to Chin Music at BodylineT-Shirts.com. And you can get 10% off your first order using the code BADGER at checkout. BodylineT-Shirts.com. T-shirts for the discerning cricket fan. Now on to finish off. Yeah, hopefully... COVID disappears very, very quickly. Hopefully we get back to some kind of normality. But whatever happens around that, you know, an IPL next March, we don't have that long to wait, do we? We we finish this and we have that bit of the tumbleweed feeling, the down feeling that we get after a major tournament that we've been really invested in. And you wonder what you're going to do with your life. But get through Christmas and we're nearly back to another one. Yes, and I was talking to on this with one of my colleagues that whoever wins, they might only have three, four months to keep the trophy with them and they will be again on the field to defend it again. But more than that, I'm excited to see the auction of uh, for that IPL in the upcoming months because the auction will totally be dependent on the venue they choose because they will. this is the biggest lesson they would have learned this time because... The, yes, the coaches and the players need to know the location where they are going to play because I don't see few players playing in Dubai again if the again the IPL is going to be held uh, in the same place. And uh, 
yeah because this squad was chosen to to be played in india so a lot of exciting things coming up but yes a shorter time for the whoever wins on tuesday uh, to def- keep the trophy with them and again to field in the march and yes defend it again uh, anand you're a member indians fan on the uh, the podcasts that we've run over the last couple of months and as naman says there you you're in the final tomorrow if you get your hands on it obviously you've already got it on the trophy cabinet so this is a slightly strange question but you won't actually have it that long this time around. It'll be returned to you, but could be actually, you know, you might have to hand it back in March and uh, and try and fight for it again. Yeah, and that's the best part about sports, right? So you go through this whole journey, the highs, the lows, and finally you get to that trophy and you get to put your hands on it. But that never stays, doesn't it? I mean, we look at other sports. Federer won his first Wimbledon in 2003, but he wants more. So this is the best part of it. So whether it's one day or three months or a whole year, it doesn't matter. The the point really is going through that tournament going through the highs lows winning the trophy and going forward from there so as a mumbaiian fans if we actually do win it this time it's going to be great great book end to a 2020 that's been tough if we don't win it we did very well and then we have 3 months to get back and try to win it again so uh, i think the shortened time frame even heightens the expectations around this final and if poor old delhi capitals get their hands on it then they have to hand it back very quickly don't they but at least they'll have it on their mantelpiece for some time it'll be on their cv as they go into the next incarnation of this competition i have absolutely loved this edition of the ipl i think it's been brilliant it's been a, a massive escape really from everything else that's been going on in the world as we've said and uh, roll on the next one hopefully sarav ganguly and co can get it sorted out get keep everybody safe and we can see another ipl in march hopefully in india which is obviously where it's supposed to be played. Naman and Anand you've been brilliant on the uh, podcasts over the last uh, couple of months. We will talk to you again before we finish them, but thank you for joining me again today. Thanks a lot James. Kudos to you for this opportunity. Yeah, thanks James. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on the podcast over the last couple of months and it's also great to see the professionalism and how this is handled out. So, I think it's illuminating to all of us and it's a great outlet for our passion. And uh, passionate you are. That's what I asked for in the advert. Uh, enthusiasm and passion was the main criteria and you've all ticked that box and then some. And so as of all the listeners as well, thank you very much for listening in your increased numbers as we've gone through the IPL. And uh, last but not least, thank you very much to bodylinetshirts.com. and moonrisesports.com for their support of the podcast during IPL 2020. We have not got too much long to go. You'll listen to this and um, we have the IPL final and we'll be back knowing who has won the competition. Will it be Mumbai or Delhi? We'll find out very very soon. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket_badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply. See website for details.